would you like to make more money? Understand your relationships better? Know when to trust someone or something or not? Well, David Sumter's got an equation for you in his new book, 10 Equations That Rule the World, as he explained to me, Eva Higginbotham, recently. I wanted to communicate how I use mathematics on a daily basis, not just in my job, but also how I use it in my thinking. The world has this group of people, actually, who have this type of mathematical knowledge, who know equations and can use them often to get very rich, often to have good judgment, often to be successful. And I sort of wanted to let everybody in on the secret. How do they use equations to achieve all of these things? The book is about 10 equations in particular. Which is your favourite one? It's, it's difficult. I think from a personal point of view, it's, it's the reward equation. And this is because my wife plays a lot of Pokemon Go. And she uses it because she actually has chronic pain. And so she has difficulty sometimes coping. So what she does is she uses Pokemon Go to reward herself. And in that chapter, I talk a lot about positive and negative uses of computer games and social media. And I think when we use social media and when we use games in order to sort of calm ourselves down, we can actually collect rewards. And the mathematics behind this is a very, very simple equation about how the more rewards we get, the better we can evaluate a signal. And then other ways we use social media where it's searching for information all the time, that tends to be a negative thing. And so for me, that's a, that's a personal favourite because it impacts on sort of everything that we discuss in our own lives. You know, I have two teenage children and my wife and I, and I also overuse social media. So I think it, it gives answers that, to questions that I would really want to know the answer to. Absolutely. When you're talking about Pokemon Go, it makes me think about my own use of Candy Crush, <laughs> which absolutely is mm. a sort of reward at the end, at the end of something. <laughs> That's a favourite with my wife as well, actually. I think those types of games, when researchers have looked at them, they tend to be positive in the sense that they allow you to relax. There was one nice study that was published where they, they got people using some sort of a meditation app, or they could play a Candy Crush-like game. I found out that the Candy Crush-like game had a better effect on people overall than the meditative type of app. So that's what I call a stable reward, that you get not completely non-random. It is random when you get the rewards on Candy Crush to some degree, but you keep getting them in a steady flow, so you feel good about yourself. How did you come up with the equations that you wrote about? Are they based on sort of older mathematical equations, or were these just totally new? I took a historical angle. So I found these equations, which had a historical background. I saw how they built up over time. And then I, I thought about how you could use each of them in their everyday life. It would be too much to claim that these 10 are the absolute unique equations, that there aren't any other equations that are relevant. But I put a lot of weight on historically how important they were, and also how, how much you could use them in your everyday life. In the influencer equation, you said, um, your friends are probably more popular than you are. I don't know anything about you as a person, and I don't want to judge unfairly, but I can say this with some certainty. Can you tell me how you know this about my life? <laughs> <laughs> right. So what you do is, I don't know it specifically about your life, but I know it on average. And on average, it tends to be true. So, so if you take a random person... And then you look how many friends you, they've got. Then you compare that to taking a random person, looking at one of their friends, and then looking at how many friends that person has got. That second person is likely to have more friends simply because you happen to be connected to them. So if we take your friends, we take a random connection. 
If you follow that person, the chances are that lots of other people follow them. So it's likely that they will have more followers than you do. It probably is. It probably is true of you. It's not true of every one of your friends. You will find friends that you're more popular than. But on average, the people you follow on, for example, Twitter, and even people that you have mutual following relationships on things like Instagram and and Facebook are likely to be more popular than you are. We also have this idea of mathematicians as being sort of cold and hard and perhaps even slightly evil. Um, <laughs> and, and you do talk about how mathematics can be a source of morality. Can you tell me a bit about that? For me, that's one of the central things, because often you see maths portrayed as it's game theory. It's trying to outwit other people. It's trying to get the edge and make all the money. And I've certainly said some of that. But it doesn't have to be like that. There's nothing that's inside mathematics that says it should be about manipulating other people. And in fact, a lot of the people that I know who use mathematics do want to use it to make a better society. So I work with researchers who are looking at things like segregation in society. They're trying to make a better world using mathematics. And I think it's embedded somehow inside mathematics that it should be used to make a better world. 